On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Sunday, November 14th, Ian Cameron with you. We are ready to break down a Sunday uh, NHL card featuring, it looks like, uh, five games uh, on tap uh, today. And we'll break them all down for you. Six games, rather, on the Sunday card. We'll break them all down for you in just a few moments. Uh, those of you watching on YouTube, it looks like, for some reason, the uh, video camera's gone off. But uh, you can still hear me, hopefully. So we'll see if we can get this uh, figured out uh, in the moments for those of you watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, doesn't matter. If you see my face, you're probably actually doing yourself a favor not seeing my face, to be honest. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we've got the uh, Saturday card to break down or look back on first uh, from a, a betting perspective. A lot of interesting uh, matchups here uh, taking place uh, yesterday. Uh, the Boston Bruins bouncing back with a 5-2 to two win, another over. For the Boston Bruins, and it's definitely something worth mentioning. It's definitely something worth uh, keeping an eye on. Uh, so definitely uh, keep an eye on this Boston uh, Bruins team. Uh, it is a situation where uh, their defense continues to struggle a bit, but as we saw yesterday, uh, a really good day for a lot of their uh, best players. The Bergeron line with Marshawn and Pasternak was just terrific. Uh, they accounted for uh, three of the goals uh, for the Bruins in that game. Marshawn with a couple goals. Bergeron added one in the third period, and it ended up being a 5-2 to two victory uh, in favor uh, of the Boston Bruins yesterday. Some other results we saw, the Rangers, a 5-3 win over the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, very disappointing to uh, lose that one in overtime with L.A., a big underdog, a red-hot team. We thought they were live in the game, and uh, look, it's, it's, it's uh, not a bet I regret. I mean, uh, L.A. was leading 2-1 to one in the third period. Jets tied on a shorthanded goal really took some sting out of the Kings and it really put pumped some momentum toward the Winnipeg Jets. They really carried the play from that point on. They got a ton of life from that short-handed goal uh, and uh, definitely uh, a situation where the uh, Jets fed off that and then they ended up winning in overtime. So that's uh, sometimes what you're going to get with a uh, underdog uh, side is that, uh, you know, you're going to get them leading and they find a way to cough up the lead and find a way to lose. And uh, look, no regrets. I mean, uh, taking the Kings last night on the winning streak that they were on, but uh, they end up falling short, losing 3-2 to Winnipeg in overtime. Uh, Toronto-Buffalo, I think a lot of us, Andrew and I both kind of like the over in that game. And it was uh, no doubt about it with the Leafs 5-4 uh, over the Buffalo Sabres. You know, to be honest with you, even though Buffalo scored four goals in that game, it's not like uh, Joseph Wall. Uh, was really a great, not was really poor last night in the game, I should say. I don't think he played poorly at all. I thought he was pretty solid. You know, a lot of the goals you couldn't really fault him on. Uh, and uh, the Leafs got to 
Uh, Aaron Dell last night, which I kind of expected. Farmer and the Dell did not play uh, all that great last night for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm not shocked by that uh, with what we've seen from him over the years. So the Leafs get the win 5-4 there. Uh, we saw the uh, Ottawa Senators. Let's tip our cap to the Senators. They are beyond ravaged by COVID-19 right now. We talked about it on yesterday's show. We've talked about it on a bunch of uh, shows this week about all the absences for the Ottawa Senators uh, and all the uh, AHL call-ups that are littering this lineup at this point in time. And you're seeing them up and down. I mean, you've got, you know, Lassie Thompson, Parker Kelly, Dylan Hetherington, uh, you know, Jacob Bernard Docker, although he's going to be a good one in uh, time uh, for the uh, Ottawa Senators. But we're still not sure if he's ready for NHL duty at this point. Uh, Igor Sokolov, um, you know, it's it's just a team that's got a bunch of guys on the ice and in the lineup for them because of all the absences. And uh, they just took it to the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins last night. And uh, I did mention, though, even though with Lean and Pittsburgh in that game, that I was concerned about Casey DeSmith and the concerns were validated. Uh, he gives up five goals on just 23 shots uh, last night in that game against the uh, Ottawa Senators. So uh, credit to Ottawa, uh, shorthanded beyond belief, and they find a way to uh, get the victory last night against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins uh, by a score of 6-3. to three. And Ottawa's in action today, a second of back-to-back games, and still you know, a ton of uh, key players not on the ice again today because of COVID-19 issues. So uh, we'll see if they can overcome it again today, and we'll talk about their game uh, in just a bit. Detroit beats Montreal 3-2 in overtime, and Detroit was the one team Montreal was beating consistently this year, and the Red Wings finally get the better of them. Uh, a really good hockey game between Florida and Tampa Bay. Uh, the Lightning win in overtime 3-2. Uh, terrific game that was, back and forth. Another night where Andre Vasilevsky kind of backs up why he is the best goalie in the NHL right now. He's absolutely tremendous uh, in net uh, for the uh, uh, for the. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning last night. So give him credit for that. Uh, a great goaltending performance again from him. Great game last night. Uh, Tampa with the 3-2 win. Carolina with a 3-2 win uh, against uh, St. Louis last night uh, as they bounce back from uh, being defeated by the uh, Philadelphia Flyers the night before. Uh, Nashville with a 4-1 win over Arizona as Arizona continues to lose games. No, nothing new or different there. Uh, the Dallas Stars, first game after that players-only meeting. Uh, Rick Bonus saying the press conference we know what our problem is we're going to fix it well for one night they did fix it uh, as they beat the philadelphia flyers 5-2 uh, the colorado avalanche 6-2 winners over the uh, san jose sharks and uh, that's back-to-back very impressive games for the avalanche without nathan mckinnon uh, in the lineup so uh, very impressed with what i saw from the avalanche there uh, on the uh, late games there we had a couple more uh, minnesota 4-2 win over seattle uh, thank you, by the way, to uh, Dave Haxtall for pulling the goalie down 4-1 with about four minutes left. Gave us the opportunity to get that sixth goal, get that game over the total for my uh, best bet on yesterday's show. So I was very happy to see that. Uh, and Vegas with a 7-4 win over the Vancouver Canucks last night. And Vancouver's in one of those ruts we often see when teams are really struggling. As soon as something bad happens, the snowball rolls downhill, things get worse. And that's what we saw from the Canucks last night against the Golden Knights. As soon as Vegas, you know, took the lead after that 2 nothing start, Canucks had the start they wanted after, you know, being just beyond angry with their blowout loss and performance against Colorado the other night. But uh, at the same point in time, they just, um, 
they just melted down every like when Vegas started to gain the momentum, Vegas would score a goal. The Vancouver Canucks basically panicked. You know, their defensive play was awful. I mean, and it was really a situation where in the third period, it becomes clear what's going on with Vancouver. Their confidence level is at an all-time low right now. You're seeing Tyler Myers and Thatcher Demko totally have a breakdown in communication, and it results in a goal. I mean, they misplayed the puck. Myers thought uh, Demko had it. Demko thought Myers had it. Nobody had it. Uh, and it ended up in the back of their net. And you could tell that's just, uh, uh, you know, uh, almost a clown show, to be honest with you, from the Vancouver Canucks in their own zone last night. I don't know what can be done. I don't know what uh, Travis Green can say uh, at this point. But this defensive zone play of the Vancouver Canucks the last few games uh, has been absolutely positively horrific. It's been absolutely positively brutal. Uh, and they are going to have to do something about it. Uh, in my mind. Uh, and I don't know what that is. You know, are you going to have to shake up your uh, defenseman? Is that going to be something you're going to have to try to do? I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. Um, but um, something might, is going to have to be done. Do you do you make changes on your blue line uh, at this point for the uh, Vancouver Canucks? Because that's back-to-back games where you have looked like you have been totally unable to play any sort of structured, solid defense of play in your own zone from the Vancouver Canucks to give up seven goals in back-to-back games and to give up seven goals last night to Vegas when the team is talking about being better defensively uh, in that game that is a very big red flag to me regarding the Vancouver Canucks moving forward so a very very disheartening loss uh, in that one so for the uh, Canucks 7-4 last night and that's now back-to-back really bad games for Vancouver. All right, that's a look back at Saturday. Uh, we were hoping to have Andrew with us today, but Andrew's uh, tied up with some things. So it's just me today flying solo. It'll be a short show. We want to get on with our day. We have lots of NFL, of course, today as well, plus the six NHL games. So we'll get you through this card right now, starting with Calgary and Ottawa. We've got Calgary minus 190 road favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Calgary Flames continue this road trip. Uh, in the uh, Eastern time zone, of course, Eastern Canada started it in Toronto or sorry, in Montreal, and then went to Toronto and lost both of those games. So uh, you would expect Calgary to really uh, have a uh, big bounce back effort here today against Ottawa. And yeah, give Ottawa credit, a team that had lost six in a row. We talk about all the players that are out right now on the COVID list. Let me list them all. Shane Pinto, Nikita Zaitsev. Well, they're out because of injury. Those two guys. Pinto is, uh, has got an upper body injury uh, that he suffered last night. Uh, Zaitsev is actually in uh, COVID protocol. And then you've got Eric Brandstrom, Connor Brown, Josh Brown, Alex Formanton, Nick Holden, Victor Mete, Matt Murray, Austin Watson, Colin White. That's who you're talking about missing on this team. Now, still have Josh Morris, Brady Kachuk, Batherson, Stutzla, Shabbat. You know, so there are still, I would say, the, the majority of their top, I would say, six to ten players on this team are, are actually still available for them. But still, there's some really good, impactful players that are not uh, in the lineup for Ottawa. And still, you're, you've got a basically a, a third and fourth line right now for the Ottawa Senators that is absolutely littered with AHL call-ups, young players just getting maybe their first looks at the NHL level. Parker Kelly stands out as someone in that regard. Igor Sokolov, Dylan Hetherington on the blue line. Uh, Lassie Thompson uh, on the blue line as well. 
now Jacob Bernard Docker is a name that is a name that you better remember because he's going to be a really good defenseman. But again, he hasn't had a very elongated stint in the NHL uh, at any point. So uh, this is a situation where um, you've got this Ottawa team fought through all these absences last night. Credit to them for doing it and beating Pittsburgh 6-3. But, you know, now you've got these guys playing on a back-to-back. you got to play heavy minutes, minutes you're not used to, uh, especially the big guns like Kachuk, Stutzla. They've got to play more because I think they're leaning on the bigger uh, guys that are still around and still available more than the uh, guys that just got called up because of all the absences. And now you got to face Calgary off uh, two straight losses and the rest advantage, too, for uh, Calgary. You know, they did have the back-to-back Thursday, Friday, but they get yesterday off. Uh, Toronto to Ottawa travel is no big deal. Uh, I think Calgary gets the job done here. I'm going to go Flames in regulation uh, in this game. Uh, This is a late afternoon game, so make sure you note the start time here uh, of this one. I'm going to go Calgary in regulation at minus 140 uh, is the price here with that. You could go puck line if you want, but I'm going to be a little bit more conservative uh, in this game. Uh, Anton Forsberg is uh, expected to be in net tonight for the uh, Ottawa Senators. It was Philip Gustafson, and he played well last night, Philip Gustafson. So give him credit for that. On the back-to-back, you're going to see Anton Forsberg. Now, it hasn't been confirmed, but it's almost assuredly going to be Anton Forsberg uh, in net. And Anton Forsberg has a 4.82 goals against average, 885 save percentage this year. So the numbers aren't good. I think Calgary gets off the schneid after two losses to begin this Eastern Canada road trip and they get the job done. I'll go Calgary in regulation here, minus 140 uh, against Ottawa. Uh, New Jersey Devils, New York Rangers. We've got the Rangers, minus 140, home favorites, five and a half, six the total in this game. New York Rangers last night, 5-3 winners over the Columbus uh, Blue Jackets. Hell of a game for Chris Kreider uh, in that one. He scores uh, a pair of goals uh, in the victory uh, over the Jackets. He's having a very good season, obviously, for the New York Rangers. Uh, and has been one of their uh, offensive catalysts for sure. Uh, you've got Igor Shosturkin, uh, who in net for the uh, uh, Rangers. Uh, and then Georgiev actually came in and took over uh, right at the tail end of that game for the uh, Rangers uh, last night. So uh, an injury situation uh, developing for Shosturkin, but precautionary reasons. Uh, you know, he left games, left the game, but they say he's 100%, and he will be available if needed. Uh, for this game against the Devils, he left late in the third period, but seems like it's just a precautionary measure uh, that the Rangers just took. This does not look like any sort of massive injury for Shesterkin or anything that would require uh, some time uh, out of the lineup. So uh, just keep that in mind, which is good, uh, because we know how well he has played this year for the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, when you look at this game, uh, Devils and Rangers, Rangers on the second night of back-to-back games, we'll see how they fare in this spot. Uh, and the New Jersey Devils roll in here uh, off a, a 5-2 loss last night to the uh, Bruins. Now, they played yesterday as well, but they played the earlier game uh, in that one uh, against uh, the Bruins. Uh, and they actually, uh, you know, had a, didn't have their best defensive game, but Bernier was in net yesterday uh, for the uh, New Jersey Devils. You'd expect them to roll back with uh, Mackenzie Blackwood probably today uh, in between the pipes uh, for this one. Uh, against the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, We'll see if that is indeed the decision they go with. But prior to that loss to Boston, this team had won three in a row. You know, and uh, I'll tell you what, I mentioned his name yesterday on the show, and I cashed a ticket with the over in that 
uh, Boston, New Jersey game. And I mentioned it, we're riding Boston over the total right now. And we did it again with uh, that game yesterday. Dawson Mercer for the New Jersey Devils. Keep an eye on this guy. He is very talented. Uh, first round pick. He's getting more ice time for the Devils. I think they really like what they see out of him. Uh, right now, they got him on a second line with Andreas Janssen and Jesper Bratt. And Dawson Mercer for the Devils has now scored, I believe, in back-to-back -back games. Yes, he has. He scored two goals uh, and has had five shots on goal combined in the last two games against Boston and the New York Islanders. And to be honest with you, when he played earlier in the month, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim, this guy was five shots on goal, three, two, four. I mean, this guy is getting chances consistently every game for the New Jersey Devils. The puck just wasn't going in for him at first, but now he scored in back-to-back -back games for this Devils team. Uh, you look at the shots on goal numbers uh, for uh, on, for the team, and you're seeing all of a sudden Dawson Mercer, fourth on the team in shots on goal, 31. He's only behind Zaka, Bratt, and Dougie Hamilton, the defenseman in terms of shots on goal. So this guy is definitely someone to keep an eye on. And if you want value in your goal score prop bets, this is value right now uh, on Dawson Mercer uh, right now for the New Jersey uh, Devils. You can get plus 350 on him to score a goal tonight. And I'm putting some something on that. Back-to-back -back games with a goal, shooting the puck a lot, getting the chances, and I think you're going to see it uh, eventually the puck go in for him uh, a lot more uh, moving forward. So that's really what I like here uh, in this particular game. Uh, Dawson Mercer, the goal scorer prop. I'm going to maybe lean to New Jersey a little bit. I want to see who's in net. I'm not, I haven't locked it in yet. I have locked in the Calgary game we talked about in regulation already, but I haven't locked this one in yet. But I am leaning New Jersey here. As much as I like the Rangers, you know, there's been some up and down play from them lately. Uh, they have lost to three in a row. They've won two in a row, but back-to-back um, -back situation here. And the uh, Devils, you know, have a little bit of an advantage in the fact they played the uh, afternoon game yesterday. The one concern is they've, the Devils have been owned by the Rangers. That does bother me uh, a little bit. Uh, there's just been such a, a dominance here by the New York Rangers head-to-head -head, uh, against New Jersey. But I'd still lean to the Devils and uh, probably might get involved. If we get a Mackenzie Blackwood for the Devils in net versus he, uh, for, versus Alexander Georgiev matchup. Uh, if he's in that for the Rangers, then I'm definitely going to be interested more in this New Jersey side uh, as a road underdog. So we'll lean Devils right now uh, in this game. Uh, I would lean over with the total as well, five and a half. I think it could get there. It's been an over series history. That's why I would lean that way. The over is 17, five and five in the last 27 head-to-head -head meetings between the Rangers and Devils and seven and one to the over in the last eight between these two teams here at MSG at Madison Square Garden. So uh, would lean over the total as well, as, along with the Devils uh, in this game. Edmonton, St. Louis, uh, we've got even money both sides, minus 110. Total six across the board uh, in this game. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, they have uh, been on this uh, eastern slash Midwest road trip now uh, for a few games. Uh, it started in Detroit. They lost 4-2. Uh, they went to Boston. They won 5-3. And then they went to Buffalo the next night and they lost 3-2. And really, it was the Dustin Tokarski show uh, in that game. He was absolutely phenomenal in net. I thought the Oilers played well enough to win. Certainly had their share of chances. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, for the, uh, Dustin Tokarski was uh, very, very sharp uh, in net for the Buffalo Sabres the other night. Uh, we'll see uh, if the uh, Edmonton Oilers can uh, bounce back from that here after the loss to Buffalo. 
I, you got to believe they do. The one thing about Buff, uh, Edmonton is they haven't dropped back-to-back games yet this year. They've still only lost three all season, 10-3 and three start to the year for the Edmonton Oilers. But every time they've lost a game, they've bounced back and won the next game. They lost to the Flyers 5-3, and they bounced back, beat Vancouver 2-1. They lost to the Detroit Red Wings 4-2. And then we saw them in a game that we all liked, uh, them as an underdog against Boston, after that loss to Detroit. And they went into Boston and won that game 5-3. So this has been a team that's done a pretty good job here uh, on the second night or uh, b- bouncing back, I should say, uh, after a loss. I'm going to be backing Edmonton here for sure. Minus 110. I think it's a good price. You know, bounce back spot. Team that hasn't lost two in a row uh, all year. Binnington and net for the Blues tonight. Uh, and it uh, probably will be Miko Koskinen, I would think, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, it was Stuart Skinner uh, on Friday night against Buffalo. Uh, but I think they go back to Koskinen here uh, in this one tonight against the uh, St. Louis Blues. So uh, Edmonton's probably going to be the side that I uh, look at here uh, in this game. Very interesting to note that uh, with these two teams, uh, it's been uh, more to the under the last 10 meetings, uh, heavily trending that way. But uh, Edmonton's not one of those teams I'm rushing to bet under the total because you look at their games this year, uh, they have gone uh, six and four to the over in their last 10 games. And to be honest with you, the games that have stayed under three, two, four, two, um, there's one game that was really low scoring two to one. Other than that, the games that have stayed under, you know, you had a five, one game that stayed under a six and a half. You had a four, two game against Detroit that stayed under a six and a half. You know, you had the, the under the other night against Buffalo and Edmonton, which based on the pace, the scoring chances, the opportunities that both teams generated, that game probably should have went over the total, uh, to be honest with you. So this is not a team I'm comfortable betting unders with right now, uh, this Edmonton team, not with their ability to score goals, and they're obviously the best power play going uh, in the NHL right now. So Edmonton for me, for sure, and I will lean over the total as well with the Oilers and the Blues. Montreal-Boston, Boston minus 250, home favorites, 5.5 the total uh, in this game. It's a back-to-back situation for both teams here. Habs last night in Detroit, they lose in overtime. Uh, the Boston Bruins in the early game yesterday afternoon beat New Jersey 5-2. to two. Uh, So both of these teams on a uh, back-to-back here in this game. The Bruins are 0-4 uh, in their last four off on a second night of back-to-back games. So uh, keep that in mind. They've sometimes str- they've struggled a little bit Uh, here uh, in this situation we'll see if Montreal can take advantage but Montreal hasn't been much better 17 and 35 run for the Montreal Canadiens on the second night of back-to-back games so that's not very good either Um, you look at it and also the Canadians one and nine in their last 10 road games as well so they've struggled away from uh, the belt they've just struggled period but uh, especially away from uh, Montreal here Uh, I'm just going to go back to the well with what's been uh, working lately uh, and that's been over the total with the Boston Bruins. We cashed another one yesterday uh, in that 5-2 victory over the Devils. The game before that, we were on the over in the Boston-Edmonton game, a 5-3 win for the Oilers. Um, the only uh, recent under for Boston was the Ottawa game against the depleted Senators uh, back on uh, Tuesday, 3-2, uh, to two, and that game could have went over the total. There were a lot of good chances. There was a missed empty net or two down the stretch that prevented that game from going over, so... Uh, That's the only under in the last five games for the Boston Bruins. I've talked about it. Certainly Jimmy Murphy, who follows this team closely, talks about it, that this team has struggled uh, on the defensive end of the, at the defensive end of the ice much of the year. Now the question can be, is Montreal offensively capable of taking advantage of it? This has not been a team that's been uh, lighting it up offensively this year, but uh, 
I would think maybe that tonight could be one of those nights. Let's keep in mind, Montreal did beat Calgary 4-2. They had four goals that night. And then, of course, last night against Detroit, they only scored two. So you thought maybe they could build off that offensively, uh, the way they played against Calgary, but they were unable to. Uh, and we'll see if they can uh, bounce back here uh, tonight uh, facing the uh, Boston Bruins. And I think offensively, I don't know about winning the game, obviously, but I think there's potential for Montreal to find the back of the net here a couple of times. Jeremy Swayman will be in net for the uh, Boston Bruins. It's already been confirmed. Very interesting because he also started yesterday uh, for the Bruins against New Jersey. So this is now going to be uh, back-to-back games that he is starting in net. And you know, sometimes I don't like that for goalies when they've got to start back-to-back games, back-to-back days. Sometimes you're not as sharp, not as strong. You know, fatigue sets in. You faced a lot of pucks. Uh, and, uh, you know, he faced 29 shots yesterday in the win against New Jersey. But uh, that tells you they've lost a little confidence in Linus Allmark right now, uh, Bruce Cassidy and this Bruins team. And uh can't say I blame him. I mean, uh, Linus Allmark definitely has struggled a little bit uh, this season for the Bruins. So I understand why he's going with Swayman here on the back-to-back. Uh, I'm not involved in the side, but uh, we'll go with the over one more time, especially if they're going to keep offering five and a half. Uh, for the total with Boston games right now. So Habs and Bruins over five and a half for me in this one. Uh, Pittsburgh and Washington. Uh, Washington minus 130. Home favorites, six the total. Uh, shaded to the under uh, in this game. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, certainly not a good performance from them last night uh, against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Melissa, I think, in our chat said something that uh, makes some sense to me, that maybe they were looking forward to this game tonight against Washington. I think that's quite possible. I mean, we're human beings, and when you see you're playing an Ottawa team that's lost six in a row, it's got half of their lineup out with a COVID-19 outbreak, you just think, wow, we're going to step on the ice and we're going to win the game, and we don't have to put in the work, we don't have to put in the effort, we don't have to have the sense of urgency to play, and I think Pittsburgh kind of fell into that uh, predicament uh, last night, so uh, unfortunately, that was uh, not a good news for them, and they paid the price for it, to be honest, as they end up uh, losing that game. Uh, to the Ottawa Senators uh, last night. My apologies again. Camera keeps going in and out. I think there's a loose connection somewhere. So we'll get this corrected definitely for Monday's show. But you can still hear me, which is good. Uh, in terms of um, this game, Pittsburgh and uh, Washington, um, I think Pittsburgh will be much better tonight. The question remains, will they be able to uh, win this game? In terms of their lineup, you're still looking at a Penguins team that is entering this game still without some key personnel, Crosby, Malkin, Dumoulin, Pedersen, Ruedel. It's basically that same group of five players that we've talked about now for a few games that have just had their struggles here for the uh, Pittsburgh, or that have had their struggles getting back on the ice, I should say, from injury for this Pittsburgh uh, Penguins team. So uh, we'll see how they fare here. Pittsburgh, you know, kind of, struggling a bit I guess you could say lately because you look at their last eight games they're only or uh, they're only two and six uh, in their last eight games so they have kind of struggled they have a couple of an overtime win a shootout win uh, against Florida you know what I like in this game I like the draw uh, in this one and I don't bet many uh, of these this is more of a Alex B. Smith bet and uh, we're open to have Alex back by the way this week we know he's away dealing with a uh, family emergency situation. His uh, dad's health is of prime concern right now. Uh, and uh, we're hoping, though, and Alex is uh, hoping that be on the show this week at some point. So we definitely are thinking of Alex and hoping for the best involving his family situation. But uh, Alex, one of his tailor-made uh, NHL bets to make is uh, the draw bet 
Uh, he does a bunch of them throughout the course of the year, and I think that's where I'm going to go in this game. You look at it, Pittsburgh's played a lot of overtimes or shootouts lately. The draw is plus 325. Uh, in this game, you look at series history with the Capitals and the Penguins. They play a lot of close games for the most part. And in fact, uh, four of the last eight head-to-head -head meetings have gone to either overtime or, or shootout. So uh, I think a pretty close game in this one. Uh, Pittsburgh-Washington draw plus 325. I think that's a good way to go here uh, in this game. I think because the one thing about the Penguins is in their games, other than last night where it kind of got away from them, but uh, they've played a lot of close games. I mean, 4-2 with Jersey, 3-2, and then they played four straight that went to either overtime or a shootout with Philly, with Minnesota, with Chicago, with Florida. I mean, the one thing about Pittsburgh is they're in pretty much every game for the most part that they play. And even Washington, you know, you look at their last few games, one goal game with Tampa Bay, 3-2, overtime game against Florida, 5-4, a one goal game against Philly, uh, a 5-3 game against Buffalo where they actually needed uh, a late goal to put it away, 2-0 against Detroit, and then a one goal game on Friday night, 4-3 uh, against Columbus. So the Capitals have played a lot of closer one goal games lately as well. So Pittsburgh's played close games. Washington's played a few one goal games lately as well. Four of the eight meetings between these two last eight meetings have gone to either overtime or a shootout. So uh, we'll go with the uh, uh, Pittsburgh-Washington uh, draw here, plus uh, 325. Now, usually Pittsburgh and Washington games were dead nuts overs. And for the longest time, we really had a lot of overs. It's kind of leveled off the last uh, year. Uh, toward the end of last year, it leveled off. Actually, three of the last five went under. Uh, I'd lean over still. But here's the issue with the over to me. Mike Sullivan doesn't want run-and-gun hockey right now, not without Crosby, not without Malkin, uh, not without Dumoulin on the back end, who's actually one of their better puck movers as well. He does not want his team giving up six goals like they did uh, last night uh, against the Ottawa Senators. He's going to want this team to get back to uh, team defense, be structured, be sound, take care of your own zone first. I'm sure of it after what he saw last night against the Ottawa Senators giving up six goals. So that would be the one little concern I'd have with the over in this game tonight between uh, the Penguins uh, and the Capitals. We know uh, Washington, by the way, it's kind of weird with Washington where when they've whenever they've had an over, they've gone under the next game. The Ottawa-Washington game was an over, they went under. The Florida-Washington game was an over, they went under the next game. The Washington-Buffalo game was an over, 5-3. They went under the next game against Detroit. So it seems like they play a high-scoring game, they play a lower-scoring game the next game. So uh, keep, in keep that in mind as if you're going to bet the total tonight in this game between the Penguins and the Capitals. All right, final game on this uh, Sunday card, Vancouver Canucks, Anaheim Ducks. We've got Anaheim minus 135, home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks, I don't know where you go from here. I really don't. That was supposed to be your game last night. Um, that was supposed to be your spot to step up, get the job done, answer the bell after just a just a brutal game against Colorado. And actually, I shouldn't say they didn't answer the bell. They had the great start. You know, they had a 2-0 lead in the first five, six minutes of the first period. You know, they absolutely had the start they wanted. But again, when I recap Saturday's slate, and I talked about that Vancouver-Vegas game earlier in the show, I'm going to say it again. They did have the start they wanted. But when something bad happens, as soon as Vegas made it 2-1, the Canucks were just fragile the rest of the game. And when you're struggling to win like the Canucks are, that's what happens. You're fragile. You make mistakes with the puck. Their defensive play was wretched. 
I don't know how many of our viewers or listeners watched that Vancouver-Vegas game last night, but if you did, you know what I'm talking about. They were absolutely hideous with their puck management, and they were running around defensive zone breakdowns, uh, bad communication in the defensive zone, all kinds of issues for Vancouver last night. And yeah, as soon as Vegas got any sort of momentum in that hockey game, they just they just crumbled. They crumbled under, I don't know, the pressure, under just the stress, you know, the anxiety of just a team that's not playing well. And they just were a wretched defensive mess. To be honest with you, Thatcher Demko didn't play very good either. It was one of his worst games as well. But he didn't get any help from the team uh, in front of him last night. So you've got this Vancouver team that is reeling right now, 3-7 and seven, uh, in their last 10 games, which isn't very good. Uh, they've lost three in a row. The last two, they get outscored 14-5 to five combined by both the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. And now you return home, or sorry, you go to Anaheim, I should say, for this one. Second night of back-to-back games, taking on this Ducks team that is suddenly rolling. Six straight victories here for Anaheim uh, going into this game. And uh, give them credit for it. And you know what I'm going to be betting in this game? I, th- normally, one of the things I was not expecting to say coming into this season on the Ice Guys show was, yeah, let's try to really go nuts back betting some Anaheim Ducks goal scorer props. That was not one thing I was expecting to say uh, at any point this year. But I'm at the point now with Vancouver just looking like an absolute shit show in their defensive zone right now. Why not look at some Anaheim goal scorer props? I would certainly only look to the Anaheim side in this game. You know how I feel about the teams on the win streak. You know, I am not uh, going against the team. Uh, that is on a win streak unless I have a good reason. And with Vancouver doing what they're doing lately, that's not a reason for me to go against Anaheim here in this win streak against a reeling uh, crisis of confidence that uh, team or reeling Canucks team dealing with a crisis of confidence. There's no question about that. So I'm going to look at some goal score props and obviously Troy Terry is that's where you got to start. He's still plus 200 to score a goal, which is insane to me. Absolutely nuts that you can still get Troy Terry of the Anaheim Ducks at around plus 200 to score a goal with what he is doing right now uh, for the Ducks offensively. I mean, it's almost like the, they've made a little bit of an adjustment. You know, you, you, you a few games ago, Troy Terry was around plus 250 or so uh, anytime goal score, uh, but now they've adjusted a bit, but they haven't adjusted enough. You can still get plus 200 for Terry. He's leading the team in points. With 19 points, he's leading the team in goals with 11. He's got 11 goals, and the next closest goal scorer to him uh, on the team is Adam Henrique with five goals. You know, so to be this is just stunning to me. You can get plus 200 with clearly the best goal scorer on the team right now. 11 goals, 32 shots on goal for Terry. Uh, he's actually third uh, in the NA on this team, I should say, third on the Anaheim Ducks in shots on goal behind. Ryan Getzlaff, the captain, and Adam Henrique. Um, but um, the, no, no doubt about it that Troy Terry has got it going right now. He has he was a good college player as well. Great finishing ability, good speed, really good ability to, again, finish plays around the net. Good shot, underrated shot. Uh, he's got the uh, tools in the toolkit to be able to score goals at the National Hockey League level, uh, and you're definitely seeing that right now. 11 goals in just 14 games for the Anaheim Ducks. So I like Troy Terry plus 200 anytime goal score. I'm not going to bet the side in this one, but I lean Anaheim, but I'm definitely betting Troy Terry to score a goal plus 200. And I mentioned Adam Henrique 
Uh, Ryan Getzlaff has one goal. And look, Ryan Getzlaff's just not the same offensive player he was in his prime. Uh, he's second on the team in shots, but Adam Henrique has 44 shots on goal, uh, and he's plus 160. I, I don't mind that price either on Adam Henrique. I mean, if all, if he's fine, if he's going to find the back of the net with all those shots on goal that he seems to generate in most games, it should be tonight against obviously a Vancouver Canucks team that is having all kinds of issues defensively. And uh, Yaroslav Halak will be in net tonight, probably for the uh, Canucks. You would think so. Back to back, it was Demko last night. Uh, Halak is uh, his numbers have been okay this year. Nothing great by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he's allowed uh, eight goals uh, in the four games he's played. Nine oh eight save percentage. He's been all right, uh, but hasn't been phenomenal either. Uh, and I think you're going to see Anaheim have these opportunities to score goals. And uh, Anaheim as a team, you know, during this win streak, scoring seven, three, four, three, four. And four goals. You know, the Ducks team total over might be a something you look at here. It's three and a half shaded to the over. Uh, it's three and a half, and the over would be plus 125 with that. That's a pretty good price uh, on that. Anaheim team total over three and a half, uh, plus 125. That could be something you consider as well uh, in this game with uh, what they are doing. I mean, the majority of these games lately, they've scored four or more. Uh, during this uh, six-game win streak, they've scored four-plus goals in four of the six games during this six-game win streak, the Anaheim Ducks. So uh, they are definitely finding the back of the net right now. So the team total over three and a half, I might sprinkle something on that. And I'm definitely looking at the uh, goal score props for uh, definitely for Troy Terry, plus 200. Might look at Adam Henrique, uh, plus 160 as well. I think there's one more on the Ducks that Zegras as well. He's been quiet. Um, he really has. He's kind of uh, not exactly been the offensive dynamo, I, I thought. You know, he was looking like he would be uh, at early in the year. He got he got uh, most of his goals came early in October. It's kind of cooled off since then, but he's still get given you 27 shots on goal, fifth on the team. I know he's only got two goals in 13 games. That's going to change at some point for a very talented young kid that's going to have a very good NHL career. So at uh, plus 275, Trevor Zegras. For the Anaheim Ducks, I think we can look maybe at him for some value tonight. Again, take advantage. Canucks are just an absolutely horrendous defensive team at the moment, uh, these last two games. And the thing is, too, when you're playing game at night after night and you gave up seven against Colorado and you're on a road trip, you gave up seven against Vegas last night, you're on a road trip, and now you're on a back-to-back, Travis Green can't get in the film room. He can't get on the practice ice with this team and say, let's work on our defensive fundamentals. Let's work on our defensive zone play. There's no time to do it because of the schedule. So it's one of those spots where, you know, he wants to uh, fix it. Team wants to fix it. Maybe practice will help their defense a little bit. There's no time to practice with this gauntlet of a schedule. Colorado Thursday, Vegas last night, now in Anaheim tonight on the second of back-to-back games. You can't practice and you can't fix the things you're struggling with. So I think it's an opportunity definitely uh, for the Anaheim Ducks to be able to have their offensive uh, surge that they've had during this win streak a good chance for them to keep it going tonight uh, against the Vancouver Canucks all right that is the Sunday NHL card uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in a reminder we'll get to best bets in just a second um, okay so in this particular situation uh, let me just uh, bring up something here um, DraftKings that's who I want to mention there we go uh, DraftKings uh, of course, we want to mention them. Great partners here uh, at the Hockey Podcast Network uh, and, of course, uh, the Ice Guys uh, as well uh, and the uh, an official sports betting partner uh, of the NHL. 
uh, DraftKings. Again, great time to get involved right now. Uh, we have an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time shot, deflection, breakaway, however they light the lamp, you win. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, don't worry. You can still play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for a best bet for this Sunday uh, NHL card uh, to wrap up the show. Uh, a lot of interesting choices here for me uh, on this card. I'm going to go with um, Calgary Flames in regulation, minus 140. I, I do feel that's probably just a little bit stronger than the other bets I've got going on this card. It's a pr- it's a it's just a premium spot for the Flames. You know, they lost to Montreal. They lost a tough one in overtime against Toronto on Friday night. You know, they've got the day off now. Ottawa played last night. Still a ravaged team. I think this is the opportunity for the Flames to get back in the win column tonight uh, against this Ottawa team. Calgary in regulation, minus 140. And even after the last two losses, Calgary still uh, a winning record on the road this year uh, as well. I think this is the spot here for the Calgary Flames to bounce back and get back in the win column uh, against this depleted Ottawa Senators team. So we'll go with Calgary in regulation, minus 140 uh, for my best bet on this Sunday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. And a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download that podcast whenever you can't watch the Ice Guys live. Thanks for watching. I'm Ian Cameron. Enjoy the games and good luck. Have a great Sunday, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.